Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Michaela Peterson talks about OnlyFans. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. You have a lot of thoughts on OnlyFans. So I do. <laughs> what, what, are, what are some of the first things that come, come to mind about OnlyFans? Let's look at the red flags. Giant tattoo, and she's got the eyes already. You know the eyes I'm talking about? The 1,000-yard stare? Yeah, that's not a good sign, guys. OnlyFans. The first thing that comes to mind for me is, you know, if you're a grown woman and that's something that you want to do, by all means, I do not want to infringe on people's right to go and do that. Where I took issue with that platform in particular was being on social media and seeing it pushed so hard for young women saying that this is a not only is this a career alternative, but this is something that's going to make you hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, which is a lie for the most part, of course. Indeed. OF is a lie. Uh, most girls get nothing, or very, very little, and destroy themselves in the process, right? Like, do you want to marry a girl that sold herself for $15 online? Yeah, that's the point. If you're one of their top creators, that's the money you're going to get. But I was just scrolling through social media. And of course, they curate these pages for you based on your demographics and your age and what they think you're going to like or at least be susceptible to. And it was all of these young women saying, you know, if you need a sign to go be on OnlyFans and sell your Ooh. pictures. Yeah, here's my bank account. And I make $80,000 a month doing this. And I saw just all these young girls. I'm talking like 13, 14, 15 commenting. Well, as soon as I turn 18, this is what I'm going to do. I can't wait. Like, Oh, God. Oh, my. Guys, this, this is the collapse of uh, modern Western society. That. Girls should really not want to be doing this. And that they do, uh, or that they're thinking about it, shows that they don't understand the true ramifications of what they're doing. They don't understand what it will do to them in the future. They are lost. Who needs to go to school? Who needs to pursue a career when you can just do this as your career? And that, I just think... The oldest profession. Culturally is probably a no-no for, for our future i would imagine it's not gonna not gonna look up yeah yeah I, I think the issue i've had with that is people play it off as if it's not as if it's fine right they're like oh yep. do this for a while it's fine like maybe things change maybe you drop it later but like you do that kind of thing you're, you're not going to feel good about yourself right no. and it, it's not about feeling good about yourself or not what it is is you become uncompetitive in the market. Guys don't want to marry you anymore. And that's it. Nobody's going to want to marry a girl like that. They're going to use you for fun only. That's the problem. Shilling time. Hit the sub. Hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian on, Tom M. Shout out to them. Uh, you just click more underneath the video. Go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios books. Shilling is done Thank you. Let's continue. I, I don't, and I honestly don't think I believe that there are people 
Maybe there's the very rare individual that does that and is like, yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. But I don't think that makes people feel good about themselves. And I think like Uh saying that it's fine is a lie. It's a lie. I completely agree with you. I think it's a veneer that they put on. I think money shields that a little bit too. Yeah. I was looking into it. It was like the average uh, income that you make from OnlyFans is somebody just starting out. It's like $180 a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing. So you make 180 bucks. And you absolutely destroy yourself. <laughs> like, it's, guys, that's crazy to me. Like, that a person could be convinced to utterly destroy themselves, their future, their family's future for $180 a month. That describes the level of education, average education in the West. Perfectly. What a mess. We're getting all of these young women to go like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make so much money. Here's my pictures. And you never get to take that back. And yeah, that's right. You have to think that even the women who are super successful have to be experiencing some form of like psychological trauma, walking around and not knowing who has seen you naked or who has just got to experience your body in a way that is so intimate. And I yeah, I, I'm that's true. That's that's right. Um, no girl that does the world's oldest profession. Uh, comes out unscathed because it's not, it's not healthy. It's not a good choice, right? And there's a certain end count after which girls can't pair bond anymore. So they'll never ever enjoy a relationship again. Also, the act of cheapening yourself like that is, like, I don't know what to tell you. It's nuts. Just with you on that one. I think it's a total veneer of people saying this is positive and I don't mind it at all. Yeah. And then, like you said, they prey on really young people. So at like 17 or 18 or 19 or 20, 21 even, I think, like I'd say probably anything under 23, uh, that that idea of having money, especially when you don't have any. So like Mm -hmm. if you're in university or something, you're like, I don't have, you know, I I have money barely to cover groceries and that's about it. Then it's like, this is easy. Like, I'm already kind of doing it on Instagram just to go a little bit further, do it on OnlyFans. But then, you know, like I said. Yeah, Michaela just told on herself, right? Where she's like, I'm kind of already doing it on on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is a dating app, guys. So if your girl has Instagram where she's posting pictures of herself, like, that's what she's doing. She's basically doing a soft version of OnlyFans. Absolutely. She's trying to get the attention of all kinds of men. Well, that's what Michaela's doing, certainly, right? And if if you go on Google and look up her pictures or whatever, just look at the thumbnails I use for Michaela. You can just Google those. Those are from her Instagram. So she posts herself in bathing suits and all that kind of stuff, right? It's a soft version of this. And what is it for? It's for attention. It's for validation. It's for, you know, getting 50 guys to message her. Oh, you're so beautiful every day. Oh, you're so beautiful. I want to be with you. Won't you be with me? I'll love you forever. La, 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 la. All this BS. Of course, guys don't mean it. But, you know, they just want to have bedroom fun. And meanwhile, she's a single mother too. All right, anyway. Said these advertising agencies that advertise OnlyFans, so basically OnlyFans, um, offer it as an alternative and it's not something that's going to make you feel good once you really think- not think more properly i would say no you're a bit it older. is 
it is legitimately just a massive, massive trick. And I can understand why young people fall for it. Like when I was in high school, I, I would always joke about, you know, oh, when I graduate, I'm just going to be a stripper yeah, and that's yeah, what's going to yeah, pay yeah. for my no, college. So yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I don't and know why like, that's a joke people have. I have. Yeah, you shouldn't joke like that. You don't even joke about that. It's like saying, oh, yeah, I'll just jump into this volcano after after I graduate. It's, it, that's the equivalent. Look, man. I'm having a lot of trouble, like, with, with the, I don't know, guys, like, okay, the adage here is do as the priest says, not as the priest does. Something tells me, I don't know what it is, I do know what it is, but look at the freeze frame. Something tells me something's wrong, okay? I, I just, that's, that's my impression. You tell me in the... In the thoughts and co- in the in your thoughts in the comments, what you what you believe, okay? I had that as well. So did my friends. Be so much easier stripping, yeah. Like, yeah, and why? you yeah. think that <laughs> you think nope. that, and because, yeah. but it's not at all. It really isn't, and it's not going to pay off your house. It's not going to pay off your college. Nope. But I could see, like, if you're a young person growing up in this climate right now, and you're looking at like how expensive higher education is, if you are not particularly happy with the minimum wage, if you're yeah, and not only this, um, it's really funny because higher education is super expensive and like 95% of it is just uh, throwing money down a well, right? It doesn't give you a good job, so what's the point of even doing it? You have to go into a good career path if you're going to go to higher education. Otherwise, you're just throwing your money away. Looking at how devastatingly difficult it can be to buy a house, how you'd be like, oh, I'll mm-hmm. just sell my body for a few years and then we'll forget about that and move on. But you yeah. don't move on. That's the you thing. You never move on. Yeah, and you don't forget about it. Yeah, no. girls can't sell their body online and get away with it scot-free. It's absolutely true. And I would argue that girls can't make an Instagram and, you know, have the attention of men and, you know, sleep around and have uh, roster dating or whatever you call it nowadays and come away scot-free, which is a soft version of this. Oh, and I just imagine like you you do OnlyFans and then like 15 years later, you're sending your kid to school and the other Literally. kids find out that your mom has naked pictures uh, on the internet. Just Absolutely true. Yeah, it's a disaster. All right. Uh, on to this video. What exactly is the problem with casual relationships and how are you supposed to find the person you need to be with without having them? Well, I think, how about abortion? That's a problem. And so it's a minefield, obviously, any discussion of abortion. But one thing I can say about abortion that I think would generate no objection is You wouldn't give one to your sister for a present. (laughs) Right. So whatever it is, it's not desirable. And how not desirable it is, is at minimum open to question. So I don't think there's any such thing as a casual sexual relationship. I don't believe that. I've never seen any evidence that that's the case. I think that there are People rationalize that constantly because they want to believe, while they want to believe that short-term hedonistic gratification is ethically acceptable. Yeah, I mean, in the Bible it says it's not, but anyway. um, 
truth be told, it is harmful to both men and women, but it's more harmful to women than it is to men. And the, the sad part, the, the sad reality is that short-term hedonistic pleasure, short-term bedroom fun is accessible to 80% or more of women, maybe 100%. And it's only accessible to the top 20% of men in 2023, maybe more like 5%. So keep that in mind. And I don't think it is. I think that it trains you to treat yourself and other people as instrumental objects of short-term pleasure, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, is that is that how you want to train yourself? How's that going to work in your... You're going to have a long-term relationship at some point? How are you going to train yourself for that? Okay, so having said that, and then, you know, how carefully, how carefully should we conduct ourselves in sexual matters? I would say, well, as carefully as you conduct yourself in any matter of importance. And that might be, that stretches all the way up to the top, whatever the top is. You know, you're going to treat the other person as if they're a divine locus of consciousness or a disposable pornographic entity. Well, you know, those are the, those are the, borders right um i don't know i don't know about this like again jordan talked in a video about how he sees uh, like like this uh online dating stuff what it does is it kind of encourages men to become psychopaths right who only see women as objects and kind of use them and it and it basically crushes women um I don't know if if I would agree with the psychopaths thing, but at the same time, um, it, it certainly doesn't help. But the the problem is this: most men cannot access hookup culture, right? Most women can, and a lot of women in twenty twenty three do. So a lot of this advice is pointed more towards women than towards men, because most men literally get nothing. They can't access this at all. They can't have that bedroom fun that. Uh, supposedly all men are trash for. Okay, but then you say, well, you have to practice. And there's truth in that. And how do you practice? And the answer is, well, that's one of the central complications of life, right? To, To get the balance between individual action and the whole domain of sexuality and reproduction right is... Perhaps there's no more difficult question, especially once you've solved the question of, do you have enough to eat tomorrow? Mm-hmm. That'd be the next one that pops up. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's, ca- I don't think there is such a thing as casual sex. I think that's indistinguishable from masturbation, which I also don't regard as a particularly heroic act. And so, well, T-shirts, masturbation, right. not a particularly well, yeah, right, right, <laughs> heroic right. Act. And and I think people have that sense, and I don't think that that's culturally instantiated because, in some sense, we've done everything we can to eradicate every last vestige of sexual shame, which I think, in the final analysis, is impossible because there are all sorts of reasons for the persistence of sexual shame. Yeah, girls shouldn't be out here having casual bedroom fun. It makes them not a good bet for paternity, so you shouldn't do it. Guys are praised for being able to have multiple partners called studs. And, I mean, 
it's very hard to do, so I'm not surprised guys get praised for it. Although nowadays, um, you know, girls are making a trend of shaming men as much as possible if they are studs, uh, even though those are the only guys that women sleep with, uh, hilariously. So there you go. That have nothing to do with cultural context. And still, you know, it's an, a furtive and underground activity. And the reason for that is because it's suboptimal for all sorts of reasons. Well, how much motivation does a young man need to overcome his fear of rejection and establish a relationship with a woman? And the answer to that is, we don't know. A lot. But sexual deprivation could easily be, easily be part of it. True. Because you, to do something difficult, you need a lot of motivation. You need frustration working for you. You need fear working for you. You need lust working for you. You need loneliness working for you. To bind a man and woman together, especially if they're going to produce children, this is a very, very difficult thing to do successfully. And so anything that interferes with that is to be viewed with extreme skepticism. And that's undoubtedly part of the reason that shame around hedonistic sexual activities remains a constant, despite our best attempts to eradicate it. Yeah, and what best attempts there are. OnlyFans, for example, uh, Instagram, basically every social media source you can imagine, all of them touting how good you know, going out and roster dating or dating multiple dudes or sleeping with multiple dudes is and how it's so great at empowering and you're strong and independent for doing it. I think I would also say, um, just from my experience growing up, especially in university, it's not like, like it's seen on the outside having casual sexual relationships as this fun thing. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. No. And nobody... She's telling on herself. Nobody thinks it's fun, especially women. So if you're around other girls and they're like, oh, yeah, I hooked up with this guy. Yeah. None of you guys are actually enjoying that. Yeah. Right? And I think yeah. that's a... Yeah. The, but, but here's the thing. Here's why they're not enjoying it. They're shooting above their, their price range. Sorry, I'm, I'm mixing metaphors here. They're punching above their weight class. They're going after guys that are too good for them. They all want the top 5%. And because they all want the top 5%, the guy has a smorgasbord of options. And because he has so many options, he doesn't have to pick one. And because he doesn't have to pick one, the girls are miserable. So the takeaway is don't choose apex men unless you're an apex woman. And how do you know you're an apex woman? Fit, feminine, cooperative, bedroom fun, loyal, and submissive. Do you know how to please a man? Do you know how to cook? Do you know how to clean? Do you know how to dress? Do you know how to act? If you don't know even one of these things, well, he's only going to want you for bedroom fun. And so why are you going into that situation? Humility, self-understanding. These are the things that will make women happy. In the long term, if they actually self-analyze and think about what they actually need and what they need to do to be successful. Lie that women tell each other. Yeah. Um, Why? I think because they think other people don't care. And because if you do it, it makes you feel bad enough that you're like, well, I don't want to look at that. 
whatever's going on there, like maybe me feeling bad is not healthy. Right. Like I'm not, sh- and it means it's, there's it's something bad. wrong with it's, you. Yeah. Or there's something wrong with you. Right. right? And right. so it's like, and it's unpleasant enough that you're like, well, I'll just, you know, keep going. It's already happened. There's nothing yeah. I can do about it. So it might as well be okay. Because what am I going to do about, uh, what am I going to do about it if it's not okay? She's telling yeah. on so then, then, you know, and I think this is pretty common for women in university to hook up with people, right? It's called hookup culture. There's Tinder, like it, it happens. But I- Yeah. Who participates in hookup culture? 95% of women in 2023 and the top 5% of men. So who's doing more wrong here, men or women? Right, like for anybody out there who's, who's thinking, maybe I don't want to do that. It's not fun. It doesn't yeah, make well, you feel of, good. It really makes you really lonely, right? It's not yeah, a good idea. Yeah, why do you think it makes you lonely? I think because what you're looking for, what you're looking for is, is a connection with somebody. And, and you're, so what you're does getting that mean? this what physical is, connection and you're not getting any emotional connection. And it's... Actually, it's worse than that. Women, especially if they're with a child, they experience immediate oxytocin release, right? So they pair bond to child and Chad feels nothing for them because he has a million options. So, th- so the women want desperately to be in a relationship with this guy. And he feels nothing for them. And so they end up destroying themselves. That's what actually happens. Because for women, bedroom fun and connection is indistinguishable. So they're literally giving a man the highest honor they can give him, which is the opportunity to have a child, Right? That's the greatest honor that a woman can give a man, right? And they're giving it to a guy that literally doesn't even care. That's the point. And it destroys them. Right. And then there's it's, the contradiction. There's juxtap- oh, yeah. it's a terrible contradiction. Yeah. And right? it's... Well, here's, yeah. here's an interesting thing I used to tell my clients is don't do anything with anyone sexually that you wouldn't talk to them about. Seems so like, well, I wouldn't talk to anybody about that. It's like... But, but you'll act it, it out, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah. So th- that's worth thinking about. So you're not intimate enough with them to have a conscious discussion, but you're perfectly willing to blunder stupidly into it. Well, again, most people are not as rational as Jordan here, so the best cure is prevention, right? Most people are not so rational as to be like, hmm, we're at the point where we can talk about having bedroom fun. You know, let's have bedroom fun at, you know, 18 years old. That's not how that goes. Although maybe people should be taught that. Mm-hmm. And then and then risk the aftermath. A lot of that's fueled by alcohol too. Yeah, like a, a lot, lot of it true. is fueled, yeah. like all of it. Yeah. You're not going to do yeah, that. If we ever had a, wanted to have a serious conversation about sexual impropriety on campuses, for example, the first thing we'd focus on is alcohol. But we don't want to have a serious conversation about that because, you know, we don't want to yeah. have... Well, we don't want to have chaperoned parties like there were in the 1950s. Yeah, that would be smart. Chaperoned parties. Okay, anyway. On to the Reddit post on a relationship advice posted 12 hours ago. Wedding is three months away and my partner, red flag, 26 male and I, 26 female, rarely have bedroom fun. My partner and I have been together for two years and getting married very soon. I feel like the closer we get to our date, the more anxiety I'm feeling and I feel that it's more than just cold feet. 
We rarely have bedroom fun, and when I say that, I mean about once a week on average. I'm attracted to my fiancé so much, but I feel like we want completely different things in the bedroom. I like to be dominated, and I feel like it doesn't put much effort to meet my needs. We're comfortable talking about bedroom fun and our preferences, but then nothing changes. Right, so the girl wants Chad, and, and she's marrying a guy who's not Chad. Towards the beginning of our relationship, he said some hurtful things that I'm still trying to get over. But every time we have bedroom fun, I always think about them. Long story short, he told me that, um, you know, has an unpleasant smell. And when I told him that I make a very conscious effort to keep myself clean, he said that other women he's been with haven't had that problem. And then along the same lines, when we were talking about grooming, he says he prefers it bare, like absolutely nothing. And I try my best, but I don't want to be 100% bare all the time. I don't love that feeling. And then again, he said that other women don't have that problem to stay bare. And since he's apologized a few times, actually. But those words hurt so bad. And since then, I'm so self-conscious. Maybe about four months into our relationship, I asked him if he watched uh, spicy content. And he said that he did. I then asked him if that was something he thought he could give up when I sent him spicy photos and videos of me. Which he said, of course, and seemed very on board with it. For the next year and a half, I asked him on occasion if he, uh, you know... Uh, did stuff while I was gone and he said yes which I'm all for and then I asked him if he ever watched uh, you know spicy content again after our conversations towards the beginning of our relationship and he said absolutely not then he'd always make a big deal about how he loved watching my videos and it really turned him on but about a month ago we were talking about it because he said he he uh, you know that day and I asked him if he still watches my videos and I don't know if I caught him off guard for a second but he kind of stuttered and was like yeah and I could immediately tell he was lying then long story short I came to find out he was lying to my face the whole time and watching stuff Every time. When I thought he was watching me. And I was livid. And then he was saying how he needs help and how I need to keep him accountable and check in on him. So he asked, uh, he asked me to ask him if he continues to watch stuff. So four days ago, he was taking a long time in the bathroom. And I had declined bedroom fun that morning because I just started my period. And what do you know? He was watching stuff and, uh, you know. Now I didn't hear it, but I asked him what was taking so long. And he said that he was going number two. But then he came out and I could tell he didn't. And then I started questioning him. But he started to get upset saying that I didn't believe him and that he really was going number two. But I was right. I asked him again later that night and he confessed it all. I don't know what, what to do. He asked me to check up on him and that makes me feel crazy for questioning him. Sounds like a mother-son relationship. Not really like a real relationship. And uh, it sounds to me like she's not really attracted to the guy. This is a relationship of convenience. This will be a divorce 100%. Uh, top comment. Uh, yeah, apparently it's fake. Uh, I don't think marriage is the answer here. Bedroom fun is important. And if you guys aren't on the same page before marriage, I feel like getting married is just going to put more stress on the situation. I don't necessarily think it's wrong for him to watch stuff. But I think in your situation, people who are okay with it can see why it's a problem. Do you try to initiate bedroom fun as well beyond the spicy stuff? I don't want to come across as insensitive, but it may be that those things have become normal. Which is not to say I don't get why that couldn't be painful. You deserve to be heard and feel wanted, and I think that's the crux of the problem. It doesn't seem like you feel bedroom fun attractive to him. There have been a lot of likes conversations, but maybe if you put more broadly, uh, you'll have better results. I don't think you should completely 180 things, but maybe feed into his fantasies in the way that it does for him and avoid things that are, well, most guys like this type of thing. Take a deep breath. And let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash theheliosblog. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Just click more under the video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Especially if you listen to the end. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.